everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where the weather has changed here in New York. And while there's a heat wave in Israel, we've turned on the heat at the Wallach resident. That I can tell you for sure. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, General Manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch. Shout out to Avrami. You know, it's an amazing thing having an engineer who is seven hours ahead. Who knew that that would come in so handy? But my thanks to Avrami for engineering this morning. It is certainly much appreciated. That is for sure. Um, it is the morning after Yom Kippur. Our bellies are still full. And we are all still reeling from the news out of Halle, Germany yesterday. What we heard as soon as we turned on our phones after the fast was over. Uh, it is insanely tragic and it is still shocking. And we should still be shocked. We should always be shocked when anti-Semitism and hatred for the Jewish people rears its evil head. Because when we cease to be shocked is when we have made room for it in all of our lives. And that is unacceptable. Desecration of Holocaust memorials like, like what took place in Westchester County just days before Yom Kippur and another, a number of other events, all which took place in Westchester County, plus anti-Semitic activity that has taken place throughout New York. We have seen it in Brooklyn. It is unacceptable. We must always deem it as unacceptable, and we must always stand together. We have a lot going on here at the network. Nachum was on this morning with a boisterous crowd. It was Ellie Gerstner. It was Mordechai Shapiro. And, my God, there was another guest on this morning. Yeah, sorry, Yossi Newman was on this morning. Thank you, Avrami. Yossi Newman was on this morning, and that was a great interview. Don't forget that that concert comes next week. That's right, next Wednesday at the Ford Theater. I'm pretty sure jewishtickets.com is where you can get all of that information and buy those tickets. Nachum will be emceeing that day. There's a lot going on for Sukkot. We're going to hear from Joanna Shepson pretty soon. She's going to tell us what is going on in Jerusalem. Fun in Jerusalem with her Sukkot preview. That'll take place in a few moments. But before then, let's go through the national holidays. Let's do the fortune cookie. Let's do that fortune cookie. I'm going to pull it. I just want everybody to know that if this fortune cookie goes bad, if it's not good, it's actually not Yoni Pollock's fault this time. It's not. You know why? Because he's in Houston. He didn't pick this before he left. He just, you know, he just left. And that's fine. He's enjoying Yontif with his family. So um, if this one's bad, it's all me. I'm just, I'm being completely honest because I usually blame Yoni. Here we go. The balding man asks his barber, why you charge me full price? Okay. Okay. Well, my problem with this is why is this considered English? This is not English. Why you charge me full price? I'm not sure that that's actually a great sentence, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I don't, I'm not sure I like this one, but I can't blame Yoni, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, Let's go through the national holidays. There are some interesting ones, that is for sure. It is Hug a Drummer Day. Um, I don't, I don't really know any drummers, but um, but I could find one. Today is Hug a Drummer Day. It's also International Newspaper Carrier Day. Yes, I thank my paper delivery person every time I see him at five o'clock in the morning. It's International Stage Management Day. I don't think I qualify in that stage management. But I do think that that's a funny little international holiday that some people get to uh, celebrate. It is National Handbag Day. Frankly, folks, that's 365. That's right. I'm a handbag girl. It is World Day Against the Death Penalty. Yeah, that's a that's super political. I saw some kind of a tweet out of 
for some Belgian uh, political account on Twitter that talked about how Belgians in general are steadfast against the death penalty. I didn't know it warranted an international holiday, but it does. Um, it's also World Homeless Day, which unfortunately in New York City, again, is also every single day. Um, and it is World Mental Health Day. This is certainly worth mentioning, World Mental Health Day. In the Jewish community, there is still too much stigma when we talk about mental health. We need to embrace those who suffer from mental health issues, from mental health diagnoses. We need to help them. We need to be there for them. We need to talk about it because it is a disease like anything else. But we also need to make sure that we recognize that not everyone who does something awful can hide behind a mental health illness. It is, it is to the detriment of those who are really suffering to say that this person did X evil thing or this person did Y evil thing because they suffer from a mental health issue. There are plenty of people who live very successful lives while still battling mental health issues. And we need to do what we can to support them in every way, shape, or form. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. I am joined by Joanna Shebson. She, of course, is the founder of Fun in Jerusalem. And before Sukkot and before Pesach, it's always fun to have her on and do a what is going on in Jerusalem kind of roundup because there's always a lot of fun for families to be had over the Sukkot and Pesach holiday. And here we have Sukkot starting Sunday night. If you haven't already flown to Israel from New York, well, I guess you're leaving today. <laughs> There's not so much time left. So we have um, Joanna joining us from Jerusalem. Joanna, I should say good afternoon. Hi, how are you doing? I'm all right. And Gamar Tov to you and to your family. Thank you very much. You too. There is so much going on. I, I, you know what? I, I took a look at the guide, which is always stunning and and so impressive. But uh, before we even get into what the events are that are available, tell me something. Are there just, um, how do I put this? Are there Are there fan favorites that are available every year in addition to new things? Or are we looking at all new events or we're looking at a combination of both? So it happens to be that Sukkot time is a time when a lot of the nonprofits based in Jerusalem plan their special events, which are usually concerts, musical concerts. Um, and so we've got a lot of concerts going on, and then we've got a lot of workshops and activities that go on throughout the year, but, um, but they've got like a special Sukkot twist to them. Okay, like what? Give me an example. I know we always have the United Hatzalah concert, right? The United Hatzalah concert yes. is probably one of the biggest concerts in Israel for the year, correct? Yes. The Hatzalah concert is actually, it used to be at the Jerusalem Theater, and it moved to Binyanei Uma to the convention center because it's so big and so popular. Amazing. So this year it's Avram Fried, Mordechai Shapiro, and Simcha Lehner. Right. So we actually heard that because, Mordechai, because of Mordechai Shapiro's crazy schedule, this Cholomoe, that's why his concert Wednesday in um, in Brooklyn is at five o'clock because he has to be able to make a flight <laughs> to get to Israel to be at the other concert, which is seriously yeah. The next day he's yeah. The next day he's performing here. Yeah, he's all over the place. He's great. And Simcha Liner actually has I think he's got a new album either out or coming out. So there's a lot going on with everybody, and of course Avon Fried is always a fan favorite. So besides that concert, who else do we got going on? So we've got a Yonina concert, which is always a favorite among families. Right. Um, 
they are going to be having, they're going to have a concert at Hutsoro Yotzer, the art, um, the artist colony, um, on Thursday evening. Amazing. Amazing. Is that, that also for, a, is that also for a nonprofit? Well, that one is free. It's part of a whole, a larger festival that's going on in Jerusalem called the Biennale. I hope I pronounced that correctly for all those art enthusiasts. <laughs> but the Biennale is a, an art festival that goes on from October 10th to November 28th. So it's gone for a long time. And over Sukkot, there's a special event happening at Chutzot Yotzer for the day with workshops and activities and then ends at 8 o'clock with a live Yonina concert. And it's all free. Amazing. They're, they are a true testament to what a, a social media sensation can be like. A hundred percent. And you know what? They announced on Fun in Jerusalem for the first time two weeks ago that they now do musical tours of the old city by request, which is incredible because Yoni is a certified guide um, specializing in the old city. And together they walk, through, they walk you through the old city and then stop at different locations um, with to have some music from different, uh, like different styles of music and then ends with a Yonina concert. That's amazing. So instead of going on a foodie tour of the Shook or a foodie tour of the Old City, you're going on a musical tour. Exactly. It's a little bit pricey. It's priced as a like private event for a family, but it could be up to 40 people. So cup, stick a couple families together and it, it'll be an incredible experience. That's really, really cool. So because there are only really two full days of Cholomoid, um, Three, sorry, 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 Excuse sorry. Excuse me, I would say for <laughs> me there's three. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Okay, okay, my bad, my bad. Sorry, New York-centric people. Okay, <laughs> so uh, so the third day of Cholomoid is looking like what in terms of concerts? Um, there's also going, there's actually going to be a concert on the Saturday night. Um, the Friendship Circle has, hold on one second, it's got the eighth day is oh, going to be nice. performing and a special guest performer. They haven't announced who it is, but that's going to be at the Jerusalem Theater. I always joke when they haven't announced who it is, it's because they don't have anybody yet. But that's not the case. I'm sure it's obviously <laughs> taken care of. I'm sure it's taken and care of. I should also mention that on Wednesday night is the Sulam, Sukkot for Sulam concert, which has Ohad, who's I know a favorite of the Nachum Siegel Network. Sure. And Ben. Friedman and Shulam Lemmer. Right. I forgot about that. Though. It is amazing how the concert industry in Israel, or specifically, you know, related to both Sukkot and Pesach, is such a, it, it, it's such a phenomenon. Totally. It's, and, it's, and people were contacting me already in the summer saying, do you know what night the Hatzalah concert is? So it's become something that people do every year. Um, the tickets are pricey. But these are major fundraisers for these orga- very important organizations. Right. People need to remember that. This is not about getting, you know, a freebie ticket. This is not about, you know, who do I know who can get me X. Like, you're there to support the organization. The concert, as exciting and as amazing as it is and as it really is a full production, like, you got to be there to support the organizations. For sure. And each of these concerts really gives you the flavor of the organization because there are definitely presentations and speeches that go along with it to really help you understand what they're doing for the community. Right. Good point. Good point. Joanna Shepson joins us this morning. She, again, is the proprietor, founder, and genius behind Fun in Jerusalem. We're going through our Sukkot preview. Okay, so besides music, I mean, 
I shouldn't say besides music because, you know, music is so great. But let, let's look at, you know, obviously there have to be art a- angles as well, art activities and art fun for families. What are we looking at in terms of that? Is the Kite Festival going on? Yep, there's a Kite Festival at the Israel Museum. There is a band festival focusing on music at the Tower of David where they're going to have some really great activities focused around music and musical instruments, and it's actually sponsored by a family from New York, a family that does events also for Ramaz, the um, Martin and Susan Sanders Foundation. Interesting. Um, Yeah, I've got a a really interesting interview coming up about that on uh, Bite Size, about why they wanted to do something in Jerusalem and why they chose music. Wow, that's great. And then um, I should also mention there is comedy. If you are a fan of Elon Gold, and he's hilarious, I know him from L.A., um, he's coming out here to do, originally he was going to do shows in three cities, Jerusalem, Herzliya, and Beit Shemesh, and they've just added an extra show on the Saturday night of Cholomoid in Jerusalem because they were sold out for their other two Jerusalem shows. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's hysterical. So he's, and he's raising money for comedy for Kobe. So mix the humor together with the amazing cause, and Avi Lieberman is bringing him out. And it's just, it's, I've been to the show. It's amazing. And each time, obviously, it's fresh material. So I look forward to going to this one, too. There are, um, there's a lot of feedback here, or a lot of scuttle um, in the United States from stand-up comics who talk about how they can't, test out new material anymore because everyone is so PC and everyone is, you know, is so hypersensitive that you can't make a joke anymore um, without worrying that you're going to offend somebody. And since everyone has a smartphone and everyone's videoing everything, anything can go viral at any moment. And, and so, and so they sort of, I don't want to say live in fear, but they really, um, they're quite trepidatious about testing anything out or saying anything that's possibly going to offend. I wonder, however, if that climate also exists in Israel. Do you think Elon Gold feels that way or that when he's going to get up there, you know, Israelis have a a different sense of humor and, you know, learn to know to take life very much with a grain of salt? Yeah, I think you're totally right. I think the crowd is mostly Anglos who've made Aliyah and they want to laugh at themselves. They want to laugh at the experience and the difficulties of making Aliyah and living in Israel and just, you know, things can be hard and tough here and it's much better to laugh at it. And so these shows very often are really, really um, customized to the crowd. And he even, like they even say, they they have a different show in Herzliya and a different show in Beit Shemesh. They know who they're speaking to. You gotta know your audience, right? For sure. You got to know your audience. Okay, tell me some. I, I love the Kite Festival. It's always one of my favorite things for the years that I get to attend. It's a beautiful spectacle. It, it really is. And, and f- kite flyers from various parts of the world come with their elaborate kites. And I, I, I wouldn't know that that whole element exists if it wasn't for the Israel Museum and being able to build your own, uh, you know, build your own kite and design your own kite. So what other oldies but goodies, shall we say, exist this circus? Um, well, first of all, there's always Birkat Koanim, which is always exciting to go to the hotel and sit, you know, stand with thousands of people as they do Birkat Koanim. Um there's also the City of David is going to be holding a Valley of the Kings festival. Wow. Including um, donkey, um, camel riding, 
and sorry, I can't confuse the camel and the donkey. Um, <laughs> Bedouin tents, um, different, you know, old world, ancient craft activities. Um, there's always Enya L, which is a real oh. crowd pleaser, especially for the younger kids, because they've got really great hands-on workshops of just, you know, like when we sit with our kids and we say, you know, can you just put your phone down? And you take your kids back in time at Enya L, where they're going to be creating musical instruments or building mud houses or basket weaving and really learning some old-time crafts. That's amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've been to Enya L. It's really quite beautiful, and it's and it's a great experience. And it also, I mean, besides the fact that you're making food on the spot that you get to enjoy, I mean, all of these places have, have sukkahs, correct? Yes. You know what? It used to be that, like, we used to look for a, a list of the restaurants with sukkahs. Now you could probably find a list of the ones that don't have sukkahs, and it would be the shortest list ever. Like, amazing. All these restaurants have sukkahs. All these activities have sukkahs. That's great. I, I one of the, one of the um, more entertaining little segments of being in Israel for sukkahs is passing by a gas station that has a sukkah, and um, and it's just it's it's so it's beautiful and it's reassuring and it's just a great reminder that that's the norm and that yes. you know, and that we're missing out by being here. <laughs> to be honest with you. Um all right. Every once in a while I drive around and I say, "Well, isn't it amazing that it's the norm? Maybe Brooklyn feels like this where you just drive around and you'll see, you know, the Judaism everywhere, but it's it's really unique to Jerusalem. It really is. I mean, to Israel in general, but Jerusalem even more so. Yeah, no. Well, I, I think that last week somebody um somebody already posted on social media that that because not all of the neighbors in the Brooklyn areas are as happy of all this with all the sukkahs that take up room on the sidewalks as other members of the community are that they've already called the police. So, <laughs> so I, think, I saw the coolest, coolest thing in Rehavia this year, and then I found out that someone actually has a patent for it. And it's a sukkah built on a mirpeset on a balcony, but the balcony is a normal, regular-sized balcony, but it's a, it, it like pulls out like a drawer to become much, much wider. And then their sukkah, obviously, the the area of the balcony doubles or triples in size, and they have a normal-sized sukkah. Oh, my gosh. So it, it's like, it's expandable. Yeah, it's an expandable sukkah, and they're only allowed to expand it. They only have a permit to expand it on sukkahs. That is... That is a Mika Amcha moment, and I say that in a good way. <laughs> oftentimes, <laughs> oftentimes I say that sarcastically, but that's pretty amazing. Joanna Shepson from Fun in Jerusalem with her Sukkot preview is joining us this morning. Joanna, give me one or two more items that you're that you're looking forward to being a part of, and that your kids are looking forward to be a part of. Because as you and I both know, you may want to do one thing, and your kids don't necessarily, you know, want to go on board with you. But what is what is for sure right? So what are we looking at? So I think I, it's really important to mention that the Moshav, uh, Moshav Mavomodin is going to be doing their annual country fair, um, which I think it's their 24th year. But this year they had a really hard time because over Lagba Omer, most of the Moshav burned down. Right. And this is meant to be a really big uplifting event to bring people back to the Moshav and to encourage people to support the rebuilding of the Moshav. And it's a mix of music and musical performances and children's festival and a women's tent with performances and shiurim and all sorts of arts and crafts and interactive activities and it's all day long on wednesday of holomoid wow that's really cool yeah call a kavod to them they are they're doing unbelievable things and what's the other event um i would say the other event 
I've got to choose one. <laughs> I know. It's like asking um, you which of your children you love more. I know. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Oh. I would choose Saturday night. Um, the Jerusalem, Paul Jerusalem basketball team is going to be having their seasoning opening game. And Tamir Goodman is going to be leading a special tour for tourists from out of town to meet and greet the players after the game, take pictures with the mascot, and uh, throw some free throw shots. That's really cool. Tell me, is there a sukkah at Teddy Stadium? Ooh, there must be one outside. There's a nice aroma outside, which has a sukkah. But uh, inside, you're going to have to hold off and just keep a shahako. Right. Well, aroma, by the way, for those people who are not paying attention, is the name of a restaurant. It's not like Joanna is saying, there's a nice aroma. <laughs> it's actually... <laughs> there's a ni- it's like Starbucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Call the Homer. <laughs> exactly. 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 That's hysterical. Um, all right. Well, I, I, I love these updates, and I love this opportunity to hear what's going on there because it is... It is such a vibrant time in Israel. Everything is just beautiful and everyone's into it. It's just that it's just that holiday, right? Right. It's true. The streets already are packed. I, I tell, told a friend of mine who lives here, a local, I said, it's worth walking places, not getting into your car anymore. That's amazing. And, and so your happiest day of the year is going to be October 24th when all the New Yorkers have left? Um, no, because then I'll start planning for Hanukkah. <laughs> this year, Hanukkah and Christmas are the same weekend, right. so we're hoping for lots and lots of tourists. Wow. And do you expect these kind of events or the plethora of choices for events that week to be, I don't want to say on par with Sukkot, because obviously Sukkot is a different, you know, is a different league, but, you know, are you expecting a kind of vibrant week that week? So, yeah, it'll be really exciting. We won't see as many concerts and, and big events. It'll be more, um, res, you know, like reservations for different activities and workshops. Um, so Hanukkah tends to be more of a time where the, the tourist community focuses on local tourists. But this year could be different because of uh, Christmas being the same weekend and kids having off of school. Um, we might see something different this year. Amazing. Well, stay tuned, everybody. You can go to funinjerusalem.com. The The link to the Sukkot Guide is there. You can also email Joanna joanna at funinjerusalem.com are there any spaces available left for repelling or anything else that are first come first serve there are still spaces and you can repel down the walls of the old city but you got to contact him as soon as possible right you got to contact him as soon as possible that is for sure but that's like every activity that you can reach that you can get to through joanna at funinjerusalem.com i'm still trying to get into pot bamelach yeah. Oh, my goodness. Papa Melech sold out for Sukkis already months ago. Oh, my They word. run an incredible shop, and they have the most delicious restaurant that's going to have a sukkah in Efrat called, that, called Pat Bamelech Efrat. That is fabulous. All right. Well, I guess I should plan now for, for December, if that's when we're going to end up coming. i got to make my for reservations sure. now. i got to make my reservations now. Funinjerusalem.com. Joanna, a, a, a Chag Sameach to you. <laughs> I, we went from Gmarto over the beginning of this show to a Chag Sameach to you and to everyone at Fun in Jerusalem and everyone at the Shebson household. Thank you so much. And to you too. And come come visit us soon. Amen. That is for sure. That is certainly on the schedule. That is for sure. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And a full afternoon of programming continues at the conclusion of this program. Yes, the live lunch hosted by Nahum Siegel will start in just a few moments. That's at the top of the hour at 11 a.m. And of course, you have Throwback Thursday at 1 p.m. in the Encore. Uh, oh, actually, there was no Tuesday morning. We did not have a JM Rewind. So we will be uh, playing the music stream, the well, well curated music stream 
um, instead of JM Rewind. And then the Arab Shabbos show, show hosted by Mark Sonic, begins at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Tomorrow morning, join Nachum SEO's JM and AM from 6 to 9 a.m. And it's been a crazy week with all the time that we haven't been on the air this week because, you know, it's been busy and yuntif and everything. There's still way too much to talk about in that segment. And at the conclusion of Jamie and Aim, join Naomi for Table for Two and then stay tuned as you enjoy the Kedem Arab Shabbos music mix after the encore of the Arab Shabbos show. That continues until candlelighting here in the New York area. Rami hosts Saturday Night Seagull this month's Shabbos at 9 p.m. Matis hosts JM Sunday as he has been seamlessly since its inception this Sunday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. We are going to close today with Morty's Hakol Mishamayim. That was uh, part of the topic of conversation this morning. Again, go to jewishtickets.com to hear more or to buy your tickets for this Wednesday's, the first night of Cholomoed, 5 p.m. Ford's Theater. It's YBC and the Sephardi Boys Choir, if I'm not mistaken, and Mordechai Shapiro. MC, Nahum Siegel, you don't want to miss it. It's a beautiful venue if you haven't been there. There was a lot of talk about the cyclone this morning. Yeah, I, I'm not sure I could advise anyone to go on that roller coaster. I'm not that daring. Neither, near, neither Ellie Gerstner nor I seem to be that daring to go on that roller coaster, but plenty to do sure, for sure in the Brooklyn area. Guys, I wish everyone a Chag Sameach. When we join together again, please God, in two weeks, we will only have Smachot to discuss. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys.